Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking with Meredith about how do you know when it's time to increase the weight you're lifting. <laughs> Are you ready to do this, Meredith? I'm ready. All right. We'll see you guys on the inside. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us on the Senior Fitness Podcast with Meredith. We're really, really happy you could join us today. We got a topic today we're going to be talking about. We get a lot of questions about, actually. How do you know when it's time to increase the weight that you lift in your uh, resistance exercises? That's a great question, and we are going to jump into that. But before we do, just want to give you a friendly reminder to swing by our website, www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com. Sign up for our newsletter and get all of our latest and greatest content delivered to your email inbox every week. It's all the rage. Mm-hmm. Um, so this week's topic, we're talking about when do you know, how do you, how do you know when it's time to increase the amount of weight that you lift in your resistance exercises? And Meredith, we get a lot of questions about this, right? Yes, we do. And, and why? Well, really, number one, we're thankful we get questions. Yes. <laughs> uh, thank you for asking and sending us these questions because uh, it's, it's really uh, helpful to us and hopefully to you out there. But mm-hmm. why do you think that we get a lot of comments and questions about this topic? Um, I think because, I don't know, I guess it's because I, people don't really know what they should be doing. Um, you go to the store and you pick up a dumbbell and I mean, you could pick up a two pound dumbbell and it's going to feel somewhat heavy in a way. Right. So you're like, okay, should that be the heaviest that I lift or should I be lifting heavier? Or you buy a set and they come as a set, say, um, I, what, what was the one that three, five and eight pound dumbbells, something Mm -hmm. like that. And which one do you start with? Do you start with three if it feels light? Do you start with the eight? And then where do you go from there? Mm-hmm. Um, I just think there's not really a lot of knowledge as to what you should be lifting. And then, um, yeah, mm-hmm. when when to change that mm-hmm. weight size that you have. There's a lot of debate also out about what you should lift, how heavy you should lift, light versus heavy, etc. cetera. So um, once again, it, it's a difficult topic in front of us that we um, will discuss because Mm. there's lots of variables to it, lots of answers from different people, but we'll discuss it the way we um, have, uh, or what I have been around and you as well, Mm. what we've learned not only from ourselves, but of course, clients and participants and classes, et cetera, that I've worked with. Yeah. And that's kind of, that's a great segue into, um, uh, my next question is based on a lot of experience you have, you, do you, a lot of the clients you've worked with at all ages, uh, focus on seniors, of course, do a lot of seniors like to use weights when working out, you know, and if <laughs> yeah, so, you that's know, funny. what, what kind of weights did they use? Right. So I remember when I first started, um, trying to add more strength training classes to a, um, a workout program and exercise program, excuse me, at a community I was at because it was very light when it came to any type of strength training. So I added a class that had, um, dumbbells. It was like a Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So dumbbells, Monday, uh, bands on Wednesday. And then I did dumbbells and ankle weights Fridays. Mm-hmm. Um, they hadn't had a lot of classes that had any strength training. So, the females, and this is just what I encountered, were very hesitant to it because they thought they would lift these dumbbells and they'd get bulky. 
while the males thought they'd be able to go all in and start lifting 50-pound dumbbells, mm. which we didn't even have. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I think 15, like one pair of 15s was the heaviest I had in the class. Um, they thought they'd be able to go in and lift the heaviest dumbbell that they used to do back in the day when they were 19 years old, you know. Um, so it was very interesting to see the difference between their attitude towards towards dumbbell training mm-hmm. we'll say um I, and i'd like to add that's pretty standard when guys walk into the weight room yes they pretty much think they can lift whatever you throw at them so exactly and then the females age. are nervous because they think they're going to get bulky if they lift a two pound dumbbell which mm-hmm. you know we all know now i think we i think it's more in our faces we have a lot more knowledge no matter what our age is um as to what uh weight training will do. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that's what I encountered in the beginning. And a lot of pushback when it came to why would we have these uh, strength training classes? Why are you putting so many of those in the week schedule? We just need cardio. We just need um, Tai Chi. It, that was it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, yeah, it was a learning curve. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. interesting that they weren't really mm-hmm. open to the the weights. Right, not or... at first until they started doing them and they actually enjoyed them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and learning the benefits of it. Of course, I had to write different things for our newsletter and discuss topics and reasoning with each individual uh, person that had any questions, of course, always um, for me. So... Again, it was a learning curve. It was trying to teach, in a sense, so they would know. And then getting them in there to try it and realize that they, number one, could do it. I think there was a lot of question as to whether I can lift weights in general. Is my body able to do that because I haven't been doing it? Um, And then number two, am I going to get big and bulky, huge muscles from doing it? And number three, will I feel good after I do it? Or am I going to be super sore? That's mm-hmm. what a lot of people are very nervous about also. Mm-hmm. So when you set up these classes um, or initially, what kind of weights did you put in the class? I mean, what kind of, mm. what sizes are we talking about here and of what kind light. of weights? Yeah. So just the normal, like, I think it's like neoprene or whatever, those plastic one pound dumbbells, twos, threes, fives, and then at the beginning, a couple sets of eights. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I know some people would come in and they probably have knowledge or they lifted weights before or were doing it at the time. So I wanted something a little bit heavier. And I needed to start there to get people basically um, introduced to to dumbbell training. And then I knew if if the classes did well, that's usually when I would get the okay and the budget to add more mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, I could buy more weights. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, started there with just a few number of them and the class classes, cause it was the same class, same name, but Monday, Wednesday, Friday, it, um, it slowly started to grow. And then people wanted heavier dumbbells because there were some people who, again, who had been working out and they could lift heavier. So then we got the okay to to get heavier dumbbells in there. Like I said, that went up from eights to tens. I think I had a couple sets of twelves and then maybe one or two fifteen. That was mm. the heaviest, which was plenty heavy um, for what we do in class and what was needed for the activity level of mm-hmm. the participants. <laughs> so mm-hmm. when designing these classes, um, you know, well, first of all, what, what did you notice mm-hmm. about when, you know, 
the uh, the people in the class would go to pick up the weights mm-hmm. were they kind of surprised that maybe oh this is heavier than i thought it would be or is it like <laughs> oh this is lighter than i thought it would be well, you my, know, what would be what was kind of like the the, the yeah. initial thoughts of that my general um advice to them was start really light and basically get the movements down that we're doing with a really light dumbbell, whether that be the one pound or the two pound, which of course they picked up for the first rep and they're like, this is easy. This is really easy. But then you do a few repetitions of a movement. Maybe you have not been doing the muscle you have not been working mm-hmm. and it became, oh my goodness, this weight is getting heavier. Who knew? Um, so yeah, started everyone pretty light, but then the consensus at the end, especially from the females, cause a lot of the men had already used dumbbells to train in the past, but a lot of the females hadn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so the females really liked how they felt after, um, they felt it changed like their stature with how they s- sat. Um, they just felt more able-bodied even after just one class. They were like, this feels great. And then coming back on Wednesday, they said I wasn't as sore as I thought I was going to be. That was great. Um, So, yeah, it started becoming more and more popular and people liked it, Mm -hmm. which was good. And that's (laughs) great. That's kind of something that did the the people who were running the... um the facility and everything kind of noticed that and be like, oh, hey, definitely. Yeah, yes. great feedback on that. Yeah. It's cause it's always tough because you try to, um, say this is what we need in this community. And mm-hmm. if they've never had it and they don't know how it's going to go over or how it's going to rub the residents that live there, they might turn them off. They may not like it. That may not like me. They mm-hmm. may not then like the person who's in charge whatever it may be. But um, I was fortunate enough to work at communities where they were open to me trying new things mm-hmm. um, and finding out that it was needed, not only needed, but it was liked and desired by the residents. So, yeah, yeah. it oh, was that's good. good. That's good. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Um... A good, uh, good story on weight training is really good for you. It's really good. It's really important. <laughs> so let's let's step back now and say, okay, someone who let's hypothetical someone who is just starting out exercising. Let's start from there. Yes. Who may not have a lot of experience with weight training, using dumbbells, you know, things like that. Um, what is the recommended? Uh, I should say tactic on getting into weight training if you have not done it before yes um recommended i always say to especially when it comes to the workouts watching one of the workouts and starting with beginner 
um, even if you just watch it or just do range of motion. I'm really big on that, like getting the movements down, getting your form down, uh, seeing what your body likes, even without adding any type of resistance to it. Then once you feel like, okay, these are the movements that my body can do and that um, I want to add resistance to, then you start very, very light, Mm -hmm. whether it be a pair of small water bottles Um, soup cans, or if you have, if you've already invested and you have dumbbells, then using your lightest pair that you have, um, and doing the movements Mm -hmm. and again, seeing how your body reacts to that. So how does it feel the next day? 24 hours, how does it feel 48 hours and 72? Um, it sometimes takes a while for the muscles to, to really tell you how they're feeling, let's say, um, So listening to the body and seeing how it responds to different movements and to the weight that you already uh, used for that workout. Again, this is someone just starting out who doesn't know how their body's going to react to workouts. So, yeah. yeah. And I I will say it's really hard for guys to be, to start off with the lightest weight. I I know. uh, I'm not speaking for all men out there, (laughs) but uh, like you talked about earlier, uh, most guys want to go in there and just start throwing the big weights Oh, believe me, I know. (laughs) Which could obviously cause injury. That's Um, the thing. It can cause injury. Form may not be right. There may be past um, injuries that we need to be aware of. The, before you start trying to put heavy weight onto that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really is just a gauge. It's just to see. Not to say that that's what you're going to lift the second time you go to lift dumbbells. Um, just let's see how your body reacts this first time and how your form is doing it. Is there a difference between approaching using weights uh, when you when you come to doing, say, upper body exercises or lower body exercises? Um you know, when you're just starting out, is yes. there things you should keep in mind? Because like you, if you want to grab a dumbbell, you know, you usually go, oh, I'm going to go a little bit heavier because it's a dumbbell. You right. Know? Yeah. As opposed to doing something that's more lower body right. uh, weights. What's the difference? There? Yeah, not necessarily, especially if you're doing it seated. So if you have been working out, obviously, for a long time and you're able to do standing um, dumbbell workouts, which include squats and, you know, calf raises, deadlifts, things like that. Um, So if you're doing all of that, most likely already you know how much you should be lifting. But um, the weight will be different most of the time than what you would do uh, for a seated workout when you're working your legs. When you put that dumbbell like on your thigh and then you're focusing on that, of course, when you're seated, a lot of times we want other muscles to take over instead of the big muscles that we're trying to work. So we get a lot into our lower back. We get a lot into our hip flexors, things like that, which are tiny muscle groups that we, for some reason, they want to become the primary. So um, sticking with the same weight that you're using when you're doing your upper body is perfectly fine. And mm-hmm. that I that goes for a lot of the workouts that I do standing as well, um, especially if they're ones where we're not implementing squats and lunges and um, deadlifts or things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think some, you know, some people who are, especially if you're new to, to using weights, um, kind of would like that guidance as to how to pick the right weights for lower body, upper body, right. that kind of thing. Even mm-hmm. like core exercises, because you have a lot of exercises online that deal with core and you're using resistance. Yeah, yeah, very true. So, 
So let's jump into, you know, how do we measure? How do we measure when mm-hmm. it's time to move up yes. in weight? <laughs> um, where do we start with, with that, with thinking about that? All right. So I would say if you're lifting a particular size dumbbell, let's just throw a number just so we can gauge and we can go up from there. So mm-hmm. say you're lifting three pounds, like you're using three pound dumbbells for everything. Um, and everything starts to feel really easy when you're doing it. Um, you could sit there and do 50 bicep curls and you don't even feel it anymore. In the beginning you did, but you've created a great muscle endurance. Your, your bicep in this case can do those curls all day at that weight because it's built strength to that weight. And now it's created endurance in that part of the body, that muscle doing that movement. So Mm -hmm. you can do them over and over and over again. So sticking with a light dumbbell is not a bad thing. The muscle is still working um, and it's building that endurance because you're continuing to do that, but it's not going to keep getting stronger at that point. So it depends on what you're trying to do. You're going to keep that muscle in shape um, and keep it healthy, but if you want it to grow, you need to go up a little bit in weight. And that's where we add, say, one pound, two pounds, depending on what you have in your, um, you know, if you bought the set of three, five, and eight, let's say. So now you go up to five pounds. Um, You should not be able to do 50. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. We like to keep sets quite low, usually when we're doing them. So we do weights that are creating muscle strength as well as endurance over time. Um, So you can do 12 to 15 repetitions, Um, getting towards the end of that number of 12 to 15, you're starting to fatigue. The muscle's really starting to feel it, but we don't want to compromise form. So form should not change throughout the entirety of the workout that you're doing, Mm -hmm. the repetitions. So, um, again, using the bicep as the, the one that we're talking about right now. So your form should be really good. Your elbow's not moving forward and backward because you're not trying to swing to get the weight up. Mm-hmm. And how important mm-hmm. is proper form when you start getting up into higher weights? All right. That's number one. That's why it's difficult to say to someone, yeah, you should lift heavier. I, unless I'm standing in front of you and I can see what you're doing and how you're doing it for more than one repetition, then it's very difficult for me to say, yeah, it's time for you to. Um, because compromising form could lead to injury which means you're out. Uh, You could pull a muscle. You could end up hurting a different part of the body because that's what you're using to lift that heavier weight. Um, So form should always be number one. I would prefer someone use a lighter weight and do 20 curls over a heavier weight and doing five Mm -hmm. every day of the week because the heavier you have to strain more for it and it could lead to injury if we're not focusing um, on what we're doing. So... Mm -hmm. But yes, form is key. <laughs> Always. Yeah, and it's sometimes it's hard to know if you have proper form or not. You might increase the weight, right? And then you're think say, let's take the bicep muscle again. You think right. you're doing a proper curl. <laughs> right. But unless you're really focusing or standing in the mirror or kind of mm-hmm. focusing, maybe it's sometimes it's hard to know if your form is right. Exactly. Right? Unless you've been working out for a long time and you know your body and how it reacts again and how it should be lifting and your body movements throughout the entire body, not just through the curl motion, um, then yeah, it's very difficult to know Mm -hmm. if you're doing it correctly with that heavier weight. 
So when you go to the gym and you look at the dumbbell rack, and we'll use dumbbells again as an example, yeah. sometimes they don't go, you know, two-pound increment, increments. Know. They go from mm-hmm. like five to ten. Right. And those are heavier weights, of course. But yes. But how, how safe is, is it to mm-hmm. move up five pounds? Or should you... <laughs> Or if you shouldn't do that, should you stay right. at five for longer? You know, yes. how, do you, how do you make that jump? Well, when it comes to that, yeah, I, I that's I always think is the silliest thing that you double your weight when you try to increase from a five to ten. That's why it's so important to have lighter weights along the way. Um, like I said, the three, five, eight. I would prefer having one pound in between every weight until you get up to about 10. Once you get to 10, you can feel it. I do like a 12 or 12 and a half and then go up to 15. But um, if you're working your way up to, say, 10 pounds or even eight, to go to a huge jump that doubles your weight, I think, is is not not good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, again, it's going to be just too much. Certain body parts will be able to take that heavier weight when you double it, but certain body parts should not. Um, And that's where we also have to learn about our body. Bigger muscle groups versus smaller muscle groups, um, muscle groups that fatigue faster than others. Um, Like you said, when you said lower body, lower body can take heavier, especially big quadricep muscles. Upper back can take heavier weight. It's a huge muscle group. Now go to trying to do front raises with a 10-pound dumbbell. When you just did that with a back pull, it's not going to be the same at all. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's where a lot of times we keep one single weight, but we want it to be heavy for the entire body. And here come the injuries and pulls and things don't feel right. And I heard something pop and... Because we're swinging. We're, mm-hmm. we're trying to use that weight for everything, but form gets compromised. And yeah, so I would prefer someone stick with a five, going back to your question, then jumping to a 10. And if they can either, a lot of times in some gyms, there are other areas that will have lighter weights um, on the rack. They'll be heavy. They'll do those five pound increment um, jumps. But other areas will have slightly lighter weights, whether it's maybe in a classroom, which you are allowed to go into those a lot of times at gyms and take the dumbbells out as long as you bring them back. Um, A lot of core and stretching areas sometimes will have the lighter dumbbells. So making sure you're utilizing whatever, again, in a gym. But if you are to buy them, then buying the sets where the the increment jump is not so big. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. What uh, what kind of injury are we risking if mm-hmm. we jump too fast a lot. <laughs> yeah. a lot because it just ends up compromising your form most of the time um you can pull the muscle when you try and lift too heavy um we'll go back to the bicep <laughs> um just because that's kind of what everyone is envisioning because we talked about it so doing a bicep curl normally you have your elbow nice and close to the side of the body you're bringing your hand up towards your shoulder elbows not jutting forward Well, once we add something that's heavy, what do we need to do? We need to add momentum somehow into that and other parts of the body because the bicep is not strong enough to lift that heavy weight that you've now chosen. Mm -hmm. So if we're standing, a lot of times we bend our knees, we kind of swing through our body, jutting our hips forward to swing that dumbbell up towards our shoulder. Now, you're using other parts of the body now at this point, so it's kind of taking out the heavy weight that's supposed to be for your bicep bicep is still working but it's not working at the capacity it should be for that weight so you're not really getting the benefit of holding that heavier dumbbell 
And then also you're jutting your elbow forward, your shoulder starts to get the brunt of it. And a lot of times when we get those pulls um, with the bicep head, which is right where it goes into the shoulder, it's because we're doing that. We're focusing on trying to lift something that we shouldn't. And a lot of times it's not just dumbbells, it's heavy bags, it's boxes, etc. But um, we're lifting something and then it just rips right there um, because it was not ready for that that weight mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. we tried to the load basically that you're trying to put on that muscle group and it's not ready for it bad things happen in the joints they happen in the ligaments and tendons they happen in the muscle itself yeah and mm-hmm. i think it's easy to kind of like when you grab a heavier weight you kind of get a sense of oh okay this is heavier yes so yeah maybe i shouldn't try yes this, you know curl or whatever it is yes or at least you try it once and then you're like oh okay not I think, good I think yeah good here, <laughs> exactly right? yeah if you try and lift that and i think a lot of us have done it i'm guilty of doing it i'm like oh i can i can do it and the weight goes and i i know that i need to be really good with form um you know i, I preach it every day but then i try and lift something heavy and i can see that I'm compromising in order to lift it. My form is bad. Say it's a squat and I see my knees are going in or outward way too much and I'm rounding through my back and now all the pressure's in my lower back. I'm not even working my quadriceps and gluteals at this point. It's Mm -hmm. like only pressure on knees and lower back. So is that good? No. Let me think this through and put that weight down Mm -hmm. Um, and go back to where I was or try and figure out a way to do a smaller increment jump between the weights that I'm doing. Um, You know, it's not a bad thing if you have a dumbbell. Say you're at the three-pound mark and you're doing 12 and you think 12 is easy. Then go to 15 to 18, maybe 20 repetitions and see how it feels. Mm -hmm. Um, That can fatigue the muscle. Uh, so doing that is okay as well. Um, you don't always have to feel like you're lifting heavy, heavy, heavy to get any benefit from it. Again, you're still getting benefit using your lighter weights. The muscle may not grow as much as you want it to by lifting the same weight, but you're still keeping that endurance and you're still getting benefits in the muscle and the body from that, the bones as well. Doing higher reps with the same amount of weight. With the lighter weight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So overall, you know, you gave some really good tips here on what to keep in mind. Overall, what's your general philosophy Mm -hmm. on moving up weight? Mm -hmm. Overall, I would say if you feel like you're ready, um, make sure you're doing it in small increments and never compromising your form in order to do so. Um, If you feel like that's being compromised or changes in any, any way at all, then you're either not ready uh, Mm -hmm. to to jump to that heavier weight or maybe the jump was too much. Um, So knowing that that's okay, maybe one part of the body is ready for that. Again, the bigger muscle groups might be ready to jump to a heavier. And then when you do other parts of the body, bicep, tricep, shoulders, maybe using your lighter dumbbell for that perfectly okay to have multiple weights around you while you're doing a workout. Um, I have a couple workouts where I've shown that. It's easier, of course, a lot of the time, especially when teaching a workout, just showing one set of dumbbells. But smaller muscle groups like the lighter weights. Bigger muscle groups like the heavier weights. And an in-between there as well. So, um, yeah, knowing that when you're doing your workouts, when you're working with dumbbells, that it's your workout 
being safe, keeping proper form, of course, is always key. Mm-hmm. But switching around through weights during a workout is perfectly okay. Mm-hmm. And to summarize or to finish <laughs> up, I know a lot of people are curious out there. What is your <laughs> ideal dumbbell size for doing, you know, say a curl or something? People want to know what ah. is. Maybe not the heaviest, but what, what's your average usual me? go-to weight? Yeah. I like to use 20s generally for um, my dumbbell curls. If I'm pushing it, I'll do 25 um, because I can do it. It's just more taxing and wearing, so it depends on how my body is. If it's a workout that is more of a hit related or I know we're doing a lot of repetitions in it, I go down to 15 or 10. Mm-hmm. So there, it really depends on the workout. <laughs> there you go. There you go. And that's what's great for you. And then everybody out there, you find what's best for you. That's right. And if you want <laughs> examples of how to do proper form, proper curls, proper anything with weights, check out mm-hmm. our library of videos. Meredith has a lot of videos out there incorporating weights, all kinds of weights, uh, great examples on how to do proper form too, yes. in case you're wondering what yes. that is. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, hopefully this episode is kind of giving you some pointers on when it's right for you to decide to up your weights, mm-hmm. uh, safely and, um, effectively. Don't forget to swing by our website, www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com and check out all of our latest and greatest content by signing up our, for our newsletter. We send it out once a week until next time. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Hey everybody, Jared Sebesti, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.